Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to remind you of the free weight loss resources that I have on my website, www.eva.fit. Be sure to take a minute to head on over there and grab my free EFT for weight loss video or take my weight loss quiz to help you figure out what steps you need to take to kickstart your journey. This puts you on my email list and I am always sending my email list exclusive goodies like meal plans, promo codes, tips, and hacks. Lots of good stuff. So head on over to www.eva.fit. Welcome back, my friends. I hope you enjoyed my interview series to kick off the new year. The timing really worked out because I was launching my group program the first two weeks of January and I've been busy onboarding and getting to know my new clients and dealing with some other shenanigans in my life in between all of that. So needless to say, my January was pretty chaotic. So I'm glad that I recorded those interviews in December and super grateful for my podcast agency that handles all of my bookings and post-production. Shout out to Insta Podcasts. So today's episode is me answering a question that was submitted by one of my listeners about working out. The question is from Isabel and she wrote, Hi Eva, I've never worked out before and I don't know where to start. I don't have access to a gym and I don't have any equipment. I've tried running, but it's really not my thing. So honestly, I feel stuck. What would you recommend? Well, Isabel, thank you so much for your great question. I know this is something that many people struggle with at the beginning of their journey. And as I was prepping this episode, I started thinking about my own fitness journey. So I remember signing up for a gym with my mom when I was 16. And neither of us knew what the hell we were doing. My mom had a stroke when I was 15, so the year prior, and part of her rehabilitation required her to do specific exercises, which she would do to the best of her ability. I had no idea what I was supposed to do at the gym. So I would either take an aerobics class or a dance class, or I would do the elliptical, and I thought I was doing something special because I'd push that button for fat burning, or I'd switch it up and push the interval training button where it made you go up and down little hills. And I would do that for about 30 to 45 minutes. And then I would go to the ab machine and do a bunch of crunches. I had no idea how to use most of the weight machines, but I tried, you know, some of the easier ones. And I tried to kind of follow along with the, the diagram that they had. Still, I didn't know anything. I didn't know how many reps I should be doing. I didn't know how much weight was too much or too little. And I do remember that Everyone was offered like a free personal training session, but that was more of a sales tactic to get you to buy training packages. So we were really on our own. And honestly, that process of me just going to the gym and not really knowing what I was doing continued for me up until I decided to transform my health. And I hired a personal trainer in the beginning, and then I decided to get all these certifications, including a personal training certification. And it wasn't until then which wasn't that long ago, that I realized that my entire life, I was dilly-dallying and wasting time at the gym because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And, you know, before I decided to go on my health transformation, I'd had 
personal trainers. I've had probably five or six personal trainers in my lifetime. One of them was actually really, really good. The issue was my nutrition was trash and so was my mindset. So it didn't matter how much I busted my ass in the gym. I was eating a bunch of unhealthy shit and I was thinking a bunch of unhealthy shit. That's why my approach to this thing called health and weight loss is holistic because I know that just working out or just eating salads is never the answer. It has to be exercise, nutrition, and mindset. It has to incorporate your mind, your body, and your spirit. Or it either won't work or it won't work long term. But to go back to Isabel's question, because she doesn't have access to a gym, in case you haven't listened to my second episode, I actually lost the most weight, my last 20 pounds, without going to the gym. I lost the weight in 2020 when we were all stuck at home and all the gyms were closed. Prior to that, I'd been gaining and losing the same damn 20 pounds over and over again ever since I was a teenager. And that was a long time ago. So I say all that to say, you don't need access to a gym to get started on your fitness journey. You don't ever have to step foot in the gym if you don't want to. There are plenty of things you can do from home and even without equipment. Although I am partial to strength training because it's my favorite type of exercise and the most effective. But you don't need to go to a gym to lose weight. When it comes to exercising, the very first thing you need is to get clear on your goal. So how much weight do you want to lose? Do you want to lose fat? Do you want to gain muscle? Do you want to improve your flexibility? Do you want to train for a 5K? What is your goal? Be very specific. My goal was I want to lose 20 pounds. I want lean, sexy muscles, and I don't want my ass to go flat in the process. This is why I love strength training, by the way. It's very important to know where you want to go so you can figure out how to get there. That's how you can start figuring out what the best type of exercise program will be for you specifically. The first thing you want to do is start getting into the habit of moving your body every day with intention for at least 20 minutes. This is how you start getting used to not being sedentary. And the easiest way to do that is going on a walk. I know it sounds super basic, but that's where you want to start. So many people try to skip walking and go straight to running because they think they'll burn more calories faster. It's not a good idea at all. Walking outside is actually one of my favorite things to do, especially if I need to process things or think things through. So it's a mindfulness practice as well as a fundamental fitness practice. When I work with clients brand new to exercising, I don't even have them start with strength training right away. I have them start with walking. Now, I don't mean a casual stroll to the mailbox or walking your dog around the block. I mean walking like you have somewhere to go, pumping your arms. You can get light hand weights like two to five pounds and walk with those hand weights every day at least 20 minutes. You'll start to feel the difference faster than you think. You can listen to music, you can listen to podcasts, or you can listen to your thoughts. But it's the best way to start moving your body to get fresh air and clear your mind. And you don't need a gym. After a while, you can increase from 20 minutes to 30 and just keep adding to that. But start here. Make walking a habit. Walk on your lunch break, walk after dinner, first thing in the morning, whenever you can schedule it. Just do it. And if you have hills around you, Walk up and down a hill. Walking on an incline is great for your legs and your glutes. I know a lot of people think that running is the best way to lose weight. It's not. It's a great way to get injured or burn out if you're not doing it correctly. And it's not for everyone. 
So many people tell me they tried running and didn't enjoy it or ended up pulling a hamstring. So I don't recommend running unless it's something you really want to do or you really want to learn how to do. And if it's something that you want to learn how to do, there are apps that you can download that can help you train your body to run by doing walking intervals and slowly building up your endurance so that you don't burn yourself out. I used to use one of the Couch to 5K ones. There was a few of those and it was helpful. But I'll tell you personally, I've never been able to get into running. I've tried many times and I just don't enjoy it at all. I don't get runners high and my knees always hurt afterwards. It just isn't for everyone. A big part of your fitness journey is about enjoying what you're doing. Some people try to force themselves into exercising and then they just give up and quit altogether because forcing yourself to do anything won't last. You might get away with it for a few weeks, but it's not sustainable. Don't do anything that you genuinely don't enjoy or that makes you feel bad about yourself or makes you feel any type of pain. I'm like this with running and I'm also like this with cycling. I just can't get into it. And I used to try to force myself to go to soul cycle classes back in the day. And I hated every minute of it because it was so uncomfortable and I couldn't get used to the saddle soreness. But I know people who swear by cycling and love it. So you have to try things out and give them a fair try. Sure. But also Listen to your body and keep trying different things until you find something that you can see yourself doing forever. So many times I hear someone say, I hate exercising. And it's only because they've tried things that just aren't enjoyable. There are so many types of exercises. You just have to find the ones that work best for you and your lifestyle. It's not supposed to always feel amazing all the time, but it shouldn't feel dreadful or you're just not going to stick with it. Now, I do highly recommend strength training and you don't need a whole ass home gym to do strength training. You really just need a light set and heavy set of dumbbells to get started. But I do caution that if you've never lifted weights before, you want to make sure your form is correct or you're going to risk getting injured. But strength training is by far the fastest way to change the shape of your body when done correctly. It's how I got in the best shape of my life by strength training. Now, there's a common misconception that you have to do hours of cardio in order to lose weight and create a calorie deficit, and it's just not true. But if you do decide to do strength training, you need a program that's customized for your goals. When I lost my weight in 2020, I was doing an intense 10-minute cardio workout and about 20 minutes of strength training five days a week. But it was a program that I created for myself, that I customized for myself because I'm certified in this, right? So you just want to make sure that if you're going to try strength training, that you're doing it the proper way with a proper program. I know there's tons of apps and videos all over the internet that have workout programs that you can follow along with. And that's great if you can find one that you enjoy and that you will commit to. I know that a big challenge with these online options is starting something but not finishing because of the lack of accountability, right? Or it can be boring or get boring after a while because you're kind of doing the same thing over and over again, right? Again, it's not for everyone. I've tried just about everything and my least favorite were actually the apps. It just didn't keep me motivated and it was really hard for me to follow along on my phone. That's why for me, my turning point was following a program made specifically with my goals in mind so that I didn't have to guess and try to figure out what's too light, what's too heavy, am I doing it right? 
That's actually how I created my own framework that I now teach my clients because it took so much trial and error for me. So I understand how it can be very overwhelming when you just don't know where to start. So if you are going to try at-home videos, make sure it's a program with a specific outcome, whether it's fat loss or toning or flexibility. I want to caution you to not look for one-off spot training workouts because they don't work like that on their own. There's a few very popular YouTube channels that I always hear about that have like ab workouts and that sort of thing. And it's always really interesting when I read comments on different forums and people are like, I just want a six pack. So I'm going to do this video that I found on YouTube. I'm just going to do it every day for the next month. And while that may be a good supplemental thing for you to do, if that is one of your goals, you need a full exercise program and you also need the right nutrition to go along with it. You can't just do a bunch of planks and crunches every day and expect to get a six pack in a month. It just doesn't work that way. Your body needs variety. Your muscles need to rest and recover. And that's also why you shouldn't do the same exercises every day. And nutrition plays a really big part in all of this because you can work out seven days a week. But if you're eating a bunch of shits in between, you're not going to see results. I promise you because I used to do that. Now, to get you started, if you do decide to go the video route, I recommend high intensity interval training, ideally with weights. So you'll see that listed as HIIT or HIT workouts. You can find cardio based HIT exercises and strength based HIT exercises. I prefer strength based, obviously, because it's just more effective, honestly. I don't recommend beginners do HIIT training more than three times a week because it's very intense and you need to let your body recover. I have a few private clients that can only work out three times a week because of their schedules. And we focus mostly on 30 minute HIIT workouts and their results are amazing, but the workouts are very challenging. So you have to build up to it. So my recommendation overall, if you're going to start anywhere, start with walking every day. Get some two to five pound dumbbells to walk with. And if you have extra time and you want to increase your amount of workouts and you want to do something from home, look up high intensity interval training to do in addition to your daily walks. Also, when you start working out, anytime that you start getting more active, you want to make sure that you up your water intake and stay hydrated to avoid cramping and fatigue. I always recommend drinking half of your body weight in ounces every day. So on the days that you do exercise, you're going to want to add extra ounces to your water intake. And if you want to buy some equipment, I'll tell you what I started with. A rebounder is great and it doesn't take up a lot of space. A rebounder is basically a mini trampoline. You can do it for 10 minutes and it's a great cardio workout. Plus, it's good for your muscular and your lymphatic systems as well. A jump rope is also very effective, very easy to find, and 10 minutes of jumping rope will have me all types of out of breath. So it's a really great cardio workout, cardio warm-up, a great way to get your heart rate up. You can get dumbbells very easily from Amazon, Target, TJ Maxx, those kinds of discount type stores have them all the time as well. If you want to use them while you walk, get light ones, so two to five pounds max. If you want to do strength training, though, don't use super light weights or you will not get results. It's completely pointless to do like bicep curls with two pound dumbbells. So don't do that. I actually started with 10 pounds for my light weights and 20 pounds for my heavier weights. And I just kept increasing after a while. And then I got a barbell set and all of that. But you don't need all that to get started. 
Also get a foam roller because you will get muscle soreness. Foam rolling is so amazing for so many different things, but like for muscle tightness and stretching out different tendons and all that's really really great and those are very easy to find as well i don't really use resistance bands i know that they're popular but i prefer free weights you know dumbbells so i don't personally recommend resistance bands and i don't use them when i create programs for my clients but if it's something that you want to try and if you see maybe a program that has resistance bands as part of it you know like i said try things out until you find that thing that you're like yes i can do this for the rest of my life. So I say all this because you don't need a state-of-the-art home gym or even access to any gym to start working out. It really comes down to getting crystal clear on your goal and committing to moving your body every day with intention. Just start with walking. As basic as it sounds, it works. It's been really cold and snowy over here where I live, and I still go on walks as much as I can. I went on a walk this morning. It was like 20 degrees outside, and I was freezing, but I needed it. I just needed to clear my mind, and I just needed the fresh air, and it felt really good, and I worked out really hard yesterday, so it was a good way for me to just like loosen up my muscles because I felt really tight from lifting heavy weights yesterday, and walking is also a part of my mindfulness and my self-care practice just as much as it is about my fitness. And to be honest, I never thought I would be the type of person who looks forward to exercising. I used to hear about people that are like, oh, I'm stressed out. I'm going to the gym. And I I couldn't relate. (laughs) I thought they were weird. But now I am that person that's like, I need to go work out. I need to go clear my mind. I need to do this. I was never that person up until a few years ago when I really got serious about my fitness journey. I wasn't the type of person who would choose to exercise when I was having a bad day or a stressful day. Instead, I would eat because I was an emotional eater for a really, really long time. And it took me a while to get to a place where I could condition myself to yearn and look forward to exercising because I used to not look forward to it. And it was a challenge to make it a habit, but I didn't give up. And now I am that person who's like, I can't wait to go to the gym or I need to go jump on my rebounder. I need to go take a walk. I need to go downstairs and lift some weights. Now I am that person, right? But it took me a while. It did not happen overnight. But it's so much better for my health and my well-being to knock out a workout when I'm having a bad day than to knock back a bottle of wine or a pint of ice cream, which is how I used to manage my stress not so long ago. It takes time. It takes patience. And this is where being crystal clear on your goals and being crystal clear on your why, the reason why you want to exercise, the reason why you want to lose weight, the reason why you want to be healthy, that's what gets you through the moments when you feel like quitting. And that's all for today. I love answering your questions, so keep them coming. You can always submit yours at www.eva.fit forward slash question. It'll also be linked in my show notes. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.